Hello, and welcome to the Slow Style Home Podcast. If you don't want a cookie-cutter, generic home, and instead you want a beautiful, meaningful home that's layered with personality, then you are going to be so inspired by the conversations we have on this show. We talk about why the environments we create matter and how to set up our rooms to evoke specific feelings and experiences that are right for you wherever you are in your life right now. I'm Zandra, your host and creator of the Slow Style Home Framework that teaches you how to make really thoughtful and informed decisions about your home rather than chasing current trends that may not last or staying stuck with rooms you hate, feeling overwhelmed with too many choices. Right now, when you join our monthly membership, the Slow Style Society, you'll get a personalized deep dive into your vision of what a dream home looks and feels like. And together, we'll come up with a plan on how to achieve that. If that sounds pretty awesome to you, go to slowstylehome.com and click on Join the Society for all of the details. I'll tell you a little bit more about it later on. Right now, let's just jump into today's episode. Welcome to Little Yellow Couch, where Karen June and Zandra, your hosts for the Style Matters podcast. You're listening to our fourth season of interviews with some of the best stylists, designers, artists, and all-around tastemakers in 2016. This podcast is for all of us who are obsessed with creating spaces in our lives that reflect what's most important to us. We call it fearless decorating, and we're delighted you're here. This week, we are talking to our new friend, the fabulous DeBito. It's hard to pin down exactly what he does because he's multi-talented, but along with being the professional photographer for Justina Blykeny's best-selling book, The New Bohemians, DeBito is a stylist, printmaker, graphic designer, and the blogger behind Old Brand New. His style mixes modern and vintage, boho neutrals with vivid bright colors, and the whole shebang is heavily influenced by a life of travel. We talk about eclectic design, the importance of beauty and organization, and how thrifting is like dating. Be sure to check out our show notes page for this episode so you can see all of the gorgeous photos of DeBito's home. What I love a lot about your your travels is that they influence then your style. So um, can we just jump in there? I get a lot of my inspirations from traveling, um, whether it's from moving. I move, I like to even move. I, I originally am from LA and um, I was moving like every year for like four years just to like experience different pockets of LA or like just different areas. So yeah, and I would like trying to find different thrift stores in different areas <laughs> and thrift and find like, and also just um, using different apartments or like, you know, just to inspire and create different spaces for myself. And I think that's what I love. And don't you, I don't you love how thr- thrift stores in one part of the city can be completely different than another. Absolutely. Who's, who's, right. You know, dumping off their stuff. And I, I my style is so eclectic. And I think that's yes. part of why I love traveling. I just love you know, I just came back from you know, Peru and I had no idea that I had this like profound love for pom-poms, you know, 
And now, and now I'm like dangling pom poms everywhere in my house. Like, yeah, I love the pom poms, the huge ones you're dangling from your tripod lamp. I think that's yours, or maybe that's a client shot. It's hard for me to tell. Oh, it's, it's yeah, that's from my living room. That was like, um, and a lot of these like styles are like from like happy accidents. Sometimes I'm like holding a pom pom, and then like get interrupted from like maybe a FedEx guy, and I like throw a pom pom onto like. I throw it and I throw it down without realizing what I'm doing with it. And I'll, and I'll like get caught on like either a doorknob or, right. a, or a, uh, or a door handle, something. And then, and that evolves into something like, oh, well, that was a really happy moment. You have this really great knack, it seems, for making your intentional choices feel very spontaneous. Because that's, he apparently just throws things around. The house, so. <laughs> well, what, what I like about what, what you just said, Deb, was that um, th- this, this idea, I, I think this idea that, that if something sort of happens in, in your space or whatever, I, I think the important part is that you're able to step back and see it, you know, to sort of say, oh, huh, that, you know, that might work. We were, I forget who we were interviewing, um, and she was describing to us about how she had taken everything off of her mantle in order to clean off the mantle. And when she stepped back and looked at everything sort of sitting on the hearth, she was like, huh, that looks kind of cool. You know, and she ended <laughs> up leaving it that way. Yeah. And and so I think I think what it takes is that really keeping your eyes open and looking at a moment and saying, you know, thinking outside of the box when something just happens. Absolutely. I absolutely agree. Yes. I embrace change. I embrace any, like, I'm always hoping for that happy accident. That's what I think my style is. It's like, and then I evolve and I learn from that and I incorporate that, you know, and so it becomes intentional. It's, but it all starts from something that's accidental. Oh, I love that. I love that you're hoping for that. That's, it's just such an open-minded way to go about everything. Yeah, and I mean, I apply that even towards, like, even to photography as well. Um, I look for, like, mundane moments and, like, just keeping my eyes open and uh, capturing the uh, the everyday. Well, let, let's talk about that. Yeah, because we both, Karen and I both really, really love your photography. And I love the um, the vibrancy you find in the mundane things. All right. Well, I was, I was telling Xandra that I, I started looking through your portfolio and... Um, you know, immediately I was drawn to your photography, but I realized very quickly that that there was something deeper I was attracted to, and and I was trying to figure out what that thing was. And so I'm I'm going through the portfolio a few times, and and it suddenly occurred to me it was details like a door being ajar, someone walking through a space, uh, keeping the reflections caught in glass. Um, you know, the dog snuggled up on the floor, you know, these, these little things that, that signal to us home and comfort and connection. And I I think a lot of times lifestyle and interiors photography sort of whittles out all of that stuff so that it looks pristine and finished. And the reality is we want to be drawn to the the mundane things, the everyday life things. Right, the natural relationships from one object to another. You know, maybe it's that the distance between like a bottle and 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 the and the the tumbler that you're going to like pour it in, or maybe it's the uh, 
the gap in the door, or you know, maybe you're just like hanging a uh, a bag on a you know on a doorknob, you know, or a pom pom on a doorknob. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so yeah, those things are like magical to me. When you go into a space that you're going to photograph, where do you start? Do you do you sort of sit in the space for a bit? Do you sort of take it in? Yeah, what's the difference between when you photograph for pleasure when you're traveling and when you're doing it for a client or uh, collaborating on a book project? So, for instance, like the uh, for the new Bohemians um, with Justina, uh, we definitely go into a house and we explore. We kind of like find where the light is good. And um, it's definitely different from personal because when it's personal, it's, I you know, it's a little bit more carefree. It's a little bit more spontaneous. But, yeah, I do sit in, you know, in like sometimes I'll sit in a chair. I'll come into a house or someone's home and I'll feel like I'm like, I like living there. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, that's great. And so I think that's um, a part of how I photograph as well. I pretend I just live in the space. Uh, how did you How did you get started? Have you always been doing photography? No, actually, I I had no idea photography or art was something to even like major in or like as a career, I, I come from an immigrant family. I always thought I was going to be a, I actually went to college as a chemical engineer major. Oh. <laughs> After like a year, I just realized that wasn't me. I remember I, in high school, I loved like creating wallpapers for my um, computer. Oh, yeah. And so I think I realized maybe I want to, you know, do art. So in college, I took printmaking. So I majored in printmaking. And I uh, study photography and graphic design, and I incorporate all of that stuff into my medium and printmaking. So I never had my own room. I grew up um, living, I like pretty much slept in the same bedroom my like parents. It was a three generation uh, home. It was three bedrooms and um, we were packed like raccoons. And so, <laughs> but like I remember early in like my high school years, um, Ikea was like my Bible. Yeah, yeah. And I just, I flipped through that every night hoping that I would have like my own bedroom one right. day. <laughs> Your dream, right. You start planning yeah. it out, mapping it out. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So I, my roots kind of come from Ikea a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I hope they're listening to this, by the way. Yeah, we'll make sure to contact them. <laughs> yeah, this, I just saw the post um, you did when you went back to LA, I don't know how recent this was, but you, your music, I, you had to bail your mom out again, which you apparently had to do before because she, she oh. collects, you called her a hoarder and you said, I have to go yeah. in and swoop in and deal with this disaster again. It was a- yeah. It was, uh, you know, I wanted to like surprise her, you know, with a little, you know, sweet visit. And I came home and no one was home yet. And it was just a chaotic mess. I, and I was just like, I was fuming and I was <laughs> overwhelmed and I just didn't know what to do. And then I realized, you know what, I'm going to do that again. And I just, so I took a whole week off there, just focus on that. And you know, what's the strange part is a month before she had sciatica. And so, but like a couple of weeks after the transformation, her legs started feeling better. And then also my sister, who was also living with my mom at the time, she got a new job. So I definitely think, you know, having a beautifully styled and organized home really, you know, it's 
it's the start of a happy and successful life. I yes, think. yes, absolutely. Um, I wanna I wanna switch gears for a minute here and talk about some of your DIYs, which you call dab it yourself. Dab it yourself. Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my god! Gosh. You know, you've been yeah coming through my blog. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you, this is a recent one. I I first saw your yellow front door on Instagram, I think, and didn't get at first that there's this other side to it, which is you walk through your house and the other side of your door is green. And what a brilliant idea that is to not only color your front door this b- vibrant, bold shade, but then to do another shade on the inside of the door. It is, I just, I love your whole style. Your, your, your aesthetic is very, um, uh, resonates with me. So, um, but what, so let's start there. What gave you the idea to do the door in two different colors? And also, I don't know if you want to tie this in. Is this, was this your home that's in New Orleans? Yes. Yes. This is my home in New Orleans. Uh, I, I moved here two years ago, um, after finding my partner and uh, it, between you and I, we are actually moving to LA next year. Oh, well, you, you've kind of hinted at that, that you yes. might be moving back. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. So, but I mean, I love New Orleans. I love it here. But my, you know, my homies, my family is all in LA. They're all in LA. So, yeah. but, um, but the yellow door. Yeah, I, I, I love my favorite one. Of my, my favorite color is yellow. So ours too. I've, I've, <laughs> I, yeah. If there's, what's not to love about yellow? If I could paint, I mean, I will paint everything yellow if I could. Like my, and, my heartmate would probably, you know, leave me. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I love that you call your partner your heartmate. Yeah, that's. Really I, I just sweet. I noticed that on your website. Oh. That's beautiful. Oh, thanks. Uh, but yes, and so yeah, I just painted the yellow, and um, and I just knew that I wanted another color in, just you know, change it up and mix it up. Why not? Well, and a couple of other of your DIYs um, tend to be have that same feeling of why not, like the. Um, um, you, you, you love this story. You go to Home Depot or someplace like that, and you're looking for roping or garland at the holidays, and they tell you they're all out, but you can have the the cuttings, the trimmings, and you're like, yay! Right. <laughs> it's Most free? people would be sad, right. but you, huh? yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so you just kind of stick some of them up on your up on your wall above your bar, and it looks like it was made to be. <laughs> I love that one. Um, and then this. These Floyd legs, I'd never heard of those. The, and they're yellow. Um, but you you, fa- you find these suppliers in all these interesting places that we might never have heard of. Um, I mean, you know, you also do reviews of uh, West Elm and places like that. But then, like, there's this manufacturer in, in Detroit that makes table legs or something. Right, and- right, right. Yeah, Floyd legs, they're great. They, they started with Floyd legs, and now they're, like, branching off into making beds. And they're all about just, you know, DIY, like people who don't have all the, uh, you know, tools and everything. And you just, you can, you know, create furniture without having much space or you don't, you don't need a saw. You don't need like anything, you know. Love that. I love that. And they're really attractive too. They're just really fun. So, okay. So back to travel for a minute. Um, Your trip to to, um, South Africa, there's this wall of baskets Oh um, God, yeah, I want you to describe wall. that. Yep. And then I, and then, and then how you kind of turned that into a, I think it was an article you did on eBay about using baskets in your home 
Was it on eBay or maybe it was just on your blog? It was, but- yes, it was on the eBay and on okay. my blog too. Right, right, right. Uh, okay. So talk about that wall. So it was at the Saxon Hotel in Johannesburg. And, uh, you know, I was just walking around the hotel and I stumbled into this little, you know, conference room. And the wall was just filled floor to ceiling, just all these baskets. And I've never seen anything like that in my life. And I was like floored or ceilinged, whatever. After that, I like went straight to like the market, the stores, and like bought as many baskets as I could. Yeah, yes. <laughs> because it's just it was so inspiring and 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 amazing just to see like you know anything can be art on the walls. Like it could be baskets, it could be anything. And I think art is really important in all homes. Um, it really definitely makes a bold and um, statement. You know. Yeah, and personal. It's so very personal. Right. 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 So you've got this move to LA coming up. Um, what else? What's what's on the horizon for you professionally? I just got word from Justina. We're working on another book. Oh, exciting! Um, I want to, you know, design hardware. That's really cool. We love Karen. And I love to kind of geek out on the details of things, and hardware is one of those detail things that make a huge difference in a home. Right. Well. Uh, what about your photography? I don't see anywhere that you sell it. Is that right? Um, I'm not selling my photography right now, but I've sold it in the past. Um, it just takes a lot of work sometimes uh, just to like, but you know, I, I do want to definitely get into, back into that and, and printmaking as well. Well, you know, put us on the list because when you start selling your <laughs> photos, we're going to be, and I Done. can picture them being Done. huge. Like I just want them to be real, you know, blown up and, um yeah they're fabulous yeah thank you girl just holler i will hook you up okay (laughs) all right (laughs) so just to wrap up i just want to again get back to your your website um um, your style is is great it's it's um really eclectic and and we'd like to just ask you how how do you personally make that work um you know a lot of people have trouble envisioning well how is this going to work with that there are two different styles they're two different you know whatever colors um so what's your what's your advice how do you how do you help people get that eclectic look that everybody seems to want but a lot of people can't seem to figure out how to how to make happen they're worried that everything's going to clash for example right i think a lot of people are afraid of like just like where to start and like they love decorating they love a lot you know styles but um I try not to like think too much about it. Like if I see something that's really beautiful, I just get it. And I don't, you know, I, I don't know if it's going to work. I don't know the dimensions. Maybe it's not going to work, but I just get it. If I, if I think it's going to, if I think it's beautiful and there's something pulling me to it, I just get it. I don't even think you have to absolutely love it. There are pieces that I grow to, like I, like I buy it and then like, I'm like sh- not sure. And I like grow to love it. Hmm, yeah. Once you've lived with it for a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Like it takes some time, and and then there are definitely pieces that I um, that I regret buying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, no, and it's fine. And exactly. And I remember listening to one of your podcasts. Like, oh, it's like dating. It's absolutely like thrifting is like dating. Well, that's, that's exactly what I was thinking as you were talking about all of this. <laughs> but you just have to be open minded, and that there are awesome things and awesome people out there. This thing might be cool. This thing might. Be awesome, and you try it out, and you're like, "Oh, well, this person or this thing is like not going to work actually in my lifestyle." You just put it on the curb, and somebody will pick it up. You're doing someone else a favor. Maybe it'll be somebody else's like heartmate, you know? Right, 
right. There's there's a heart mate for every piece of furniture out there. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh, gosh. You're so much fun. We just want to, can we invite ourselves over for cocktails or something? Yes. Come on over anytime. If you're a NOLA, come on by. Oh, it's great. Yes. Take care. Have a great day. Okay. Bye, Thanks, Deb. Okay. Bye, Deb. Bye, guys. Bye, Karen. Bye, Sandra. Thanks so much for listening. If you've liked what you've heard, we'd really appreciate if you take a moment to rate us on iTunes. And if you'd like more fearless decorating ideas from Little Yellow Couch, sign up for our newsletter at littleyellowcouch.com and you'll receive our free e-magazine called Five Ways to Decorate with Books. Connection, style, substance. That's Little Yellow Couch. Thanks so much for listening. I know your time is valuable and I really do appreciate you spending it with me. And please, please, please take a minute to leave a review for Slow Style Home wherever you get your podcasts. It honestly does help keep this show on the air and your feedback is highly valuable to me. Have a great day and I'll be back in your earbuds soon. Bye for now.